This is Dr. B, and we are uh, talking today to Athena Scalise Wyatt. Uh, wait, <laughs> and um, she is an entrepreneur, a wellness advocate, and a success mentor. And I thought she'd be great to have on the show because we're talking about breaking patterns and becoming unstuck. And she has talked to me extensively about how to use oils to help with that. So welcome. Hi, I'm so honored to be here and in the fledgling days of your podcast. How exciting. <laughs> yes, it's so exciting. So, um, and I thought your story was so inspiring when I first met you. So I thought you'd be great to have on and share how you got on your path of being a wellness advocate and using oils in your health. For your health. Um, wonderful. Hey, I wore pink today specifically because this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I, of course, as you know, I'm a breast cancer thriver. Um, so, um, it's a perfect month. I know we may or may not be hearing this in October, but definitely we want to remember that, you know, this is the month of awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is that how you got started with oils? Well, actually it's not because I had my, I experienced breast cancer in 2007 and I only became aware of the oils in 2011 when someone spritzed me with some peppermint water at a boot camp <laughs> because it was so hot and buggy. And I was like, "Woo, what was that? <laughs> but um, it later, in, I realized the benefits um, within about six months, um, kind of through a circuitous way. Um, so I'm happy to share with that with you. Mm-hmm. So maybe we start off with you telling us what is an oil? Sure. Okay. And see how that works, how that even works. Because I, I okay. do in the past, but I don't know enough about them. Sure. Well, essential oils come from plants. Um, nature has given us all we need to support our bodies um, in a holistic way. Obviously, I'm ne- never against medicine and doctors or anything like that, because I wouldn't be here without their support as well. But I really love the idea of prevention and being proactive and working with plants has allowed me to do that in a safe and effective way. So these uh, essential oils come from steam distillation or in the case of citrus oils from cold pressing the rind of the fruit and what they use is the stems, leaves, bark, root, um, even the, the core wood, like for sandalwood. And Each plant has an amazing chemistry of like two to 300, what we call constituents or ingredients or chemical compounds. And those compounds work with our bodies synergistically to remind us how to self-repair because we, I believe, and that we are divinely designed to self-repair, but we have live in a world of distraction and so many toxins and so much stress. And it, inhibits our body to do what it's designed to do. So the essential oils help remind us how to do that. Now, we can use oils in three different ways, aromatically, which is the way most people use them already. They'll buy it, um, you know, at their local store, and they'll put some in a little, you know, one of those little steam diffusers Mm -hmm. or whatever, or they put a little in their hands, and they'll take a, a, a whiff, 
um, you know, I actually, there's a big science around it. Even when you walk into a store like uh, at the mall and they hit you with those heavy perfume smells, they're trying to evoke feelings. They're trying to entice you with those aromas. So they really work on the brain chemistry as well. Um, but also um, the thing is whether they're quality essential oils or synthetic perfumes, they are going into our bodies through our respiratory system mm. and impacting us. So I choose to put in Beyond Organic CPTG, which is certified pure therapeutic grade essential oils from the company I work with, which is doTERRA, um, because I want the therapeutic benefits. I don't want the toxins in my body. <laughs> now, there's the other way to do it, which is topical. And you'll experience that in a massage. You know, you go to a massage and they will add aromatherapy, um, typically with uh, something to dilute the oil, like a carrier oil. And um, it gives you a nice relaxing uh, feel. It may help certain things feel better. Uh, we use them topically to get direct support. Um, it's really a good idea to dilute them with a carrier oil. It doesn't dilute the properties. It just helps with spreadability and keeping the oils where they need to go. Uh, but it's great for direct support, um, you know, back of the neck, over the stomach, bottom of the feet. And then the third way I would only recommend using doTERRA essential oils because they have extremely high standards, 54 different tests they run through third-party labs and in-house to ensure the safety and efficacy of these oils so much so, so that we are being, um, our oils are being used um, places like John Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, um, Vanderbilt Hospital, et cetera, because of that reliability and that safety standard. Because of that, our oils, the ones that are designated for that purpose are safe to take internally. Now, why would we want to do that? Well, because so much of our body health and wellness is affected by our gut health. And for overall body support and even mood support, taking certain oils internally can have a very powerful effect. And that can be done sublingual, uh, sublingual under the tongue, in a glass of water, in a capsule, in our food. I cook with them all the time. So mm -hmm. there you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've used um, peppermint for, mm. for nausea, motion sickness, and I mm. also have used another one for um, uh, the the digestion. I love mm, love digestion instantly. But I'm really interested in um, how you found it helped you uh, not only physically but emotionally, and how that evolved. Like how you discovered that you know in your I guess in your use of all the oils. Yeah, yeah, it really was, um, you know, kind of incredible because um, I did not expect that. I mean, I I had some junky, I now call them junky oils, mm -hmm. some inexpensive, you know, mostly synthetic oils around the house, like a little bit of lavender, eucalyptus for like a kid's stuffy nose or to calm and for sleep. Totally ignorant to the quality um, and the fact that if you put them on a hot like burner or something like that, it destroys the properties of the oil. So, you know, I've learned a lot, but um, when I was introduced to the oils, actually I hesitated for six months to even use them because I've had a lifetime of allergies and I was worried they would bother me in terms of giving me an allergic reaction because I have a lot of uh, respiratory type of allergies, you know, dust, mold, pollen. And I've always been sensitive to chemical smells. Um, 
But I'd heard a doctor speak of his journey with severe allergies and the things he used to to kind of create a shift in his body. And he told me about them as well as using some supplementation. And I decided in February of 2012, I put aside the things I had been using. Nothing was life or death, you know, uh, products. But obviously you want to talk to your doctor if you're going to make, or your psychiatrist, if you're going to make any changes or try to incorporate anything new. Um, So I put those things aside and I started using his recommendations. And that was February. Now, April came and I was like, wait a minute where was spring, you know, all of a sudden I realized I hadn't had any of these weird things you usually deal with. And I was really amazed, but thinking about it, something else I had been dealing with struggling with for five years, actually, since I went through chemotherapy and, um, radiation was, I hadn't had a day that I could remember recently where I couldn't get out of bed. Hmm. I had struggled with severe fatigue for five years. And, you know, you think about chemotherapy, it just totally alters your body. Yeah. And there were days, two or three days a week when I'd call my husband in tears, I felt drunk with this fatigue and I had small children and it was just devastating to feel like I couldn't show up as their mother. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I get a little emotional. <laughs> um, yeah. And I realized that I hadn't had a day like that. And I can't remember how long. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was life changing. And yeah. I realized that there was something to this that I had, um, I hadn't even imagined possible, especially with the supplementation, which works on foundational nutrition, on on supporting a healthy autoimmune response and healthy inflammation, inflammatory response. But at that point, I decided I'm going to go to this reference manual, like the one behind me here, and look up everything that's going on in my family and try to address it first with the oils and see if I can do something more proactive and preventative. Also, because with the five years of treatment out of treatment, we were a revolving door through the doctor's office. Like sometimes there were two or three visits a week between myself and my small kids because my immune system was was shot and kids grab every germ that floats by. And Within a year, I did only needed the for the first two years, I only needed the doctor for physicals. And everything in my medicine cabinet expired. I never thought that was possible. It just changed everything. It really did. It was transformational. Uh-huh. So it took me time to get from that point to understanding the emotional component. And it was just through incorporating and changing my wellness patterns and my routines, and then learning more, craving to know more, that I was introduced to how the oils work on our emotions, on the brain chemistry. They're not just a pretty smell. They, those chemical compounds that are what are, we call volatile aromatic compounds are very light and very, um, you know, they, they move around in the air very easily. Mm-hmm. So when we breathe them in, they hit our brain our, through our limbic system, through the olfactory bulb. So if you pinch your nose right where, like right where that bump is, mm-hmm. you're actually there where the olfactory bulb connects. And that goes, it's like a straight shot into your brain. And then it kind of influences your whole body. And a simple example is, have you ever had a uh, gas for either tooth extraction or for before surgery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They tell you to count down from 10, right? And you go yeah. 10, nine, and you're out. 
right? Yeah. No injection of, uh, you know, uh, any medications or anything, just breathing a gas Mm -hmm. tells your body, Hey, relax, chill. That's That's the way the oils work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So learning all that and just using them in my daily life, I felt like I was starting to cope better. But then I started putting two two together. So let's go back to 2007 when I had my breast cancer. I had a seven-year-old and a three-and-a-half-year-old. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I started them on the right path when they were babies with organic and non-toxic products. Why? Because I was sickly as a kid. And I had lots of medications, lots of x-rays, which probably did not help my history. <laughs> um, but also lots of childhood trauma. And, you know, I think we all experience trauma of some sort or another adolescent trauma. My parents divorced. I don't blame anybody. You know, right. that's life. We all have things that we, we are exposed to and, you know, we don't choose them. Um, and even adult trauma. Um, and I've done all the natural things actually since my teenage years, because my mother went through a food revolution for some health issues she had. And so I was already eating organic in my teens and, you know, a lot of vegetables and I cut out sugar um, and things like that. So I was already on a health path. So what was the missing component? Why did I still up with, end up with breast cancer if I was doing the right things? Now, there's a little hiccup in my history because I lived in Italy for eight years. And the although they, you know, he eat more local, mm-hmm. et cetera, than we do and a lot less processed, the environmental toxins are really high. There's a lot more pollution of the air, water, soil, et cetera, that is not as controlled in certain areas. So aside from that, I did everything right. You know, there was no reason this could have, you you know, you did everything to prevent it. You were exercising, eating well, organic, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So why did I still end up with breast cancer? Now I will tell you that they did test my DNA um, and I do not have a genetic component to my breast cancer. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like it's in the family. Right. So it had to be environmental and the hidden component of emotions. Mm-hmm. So what so emotions was, was I dealing with? Well, I, I know that for me, I keep my anxiety up here in my chest mm-hmm. and I, definitely we have in my family on both sides especially the Greek side, you know, (laughs) we are a high strung bunch, high anxiety family. (laughs) You know, I remember my grandfather, we was never, it was the word nervous, you know, high strung. We also have a lot of ADHD on both sides of the family. Yes. You know, and I, you know, I self-diagnosed once I was working with my daughter and, and I was like, Oh, my dad, my grandfather on the Greek side, my cousin, my brother, you know, just like everybody, you know, and it's okay because that's just how we're wired. Mm -hmm. But, but there's a lot of shame around that, especially when you don't know what it is. Yeah. They just chalk it up like, Oh, it is what it is. It just, it's just like when you said you were fatigued for five years, most people would say, well, I just, I'm just a low energy person. They just kind of And I'm not, I'm the energizer bunny. I'm Tigger, man. I'm like all the time. So for me to be stifled that way was really devastating. But with the um, ADHD, when you grow up as a child and your second grade teacher writes, asks too many questions (laughs) (laughs) or when you just feel awkward because 
you know, I navigate the world differently than somebody who isn't with that style of thinking. Uh, I no longer think of it as a handicap. I think of it as just my brain works a little differently. And so does it for Richard Branson. And so it does for also Winston Churchill, but that doesn't make them bad people. That makes them very successful people. So it works for me, but there's a lot of shame, especially when like, I can't do things in the same way as someone else expects me to do them. I'm not enough. I don't feel, you know, I feel, you know, bad about myself or whatever. Then add on that, you know, childhood trauma, adolescent trauma, adult trauma, various sorts. Add on also the high anxiety type of wiring that may not be me, but just kind of the, now we understand we can inherit that fight or flight kind of tendency Mm -hmm. without necessarily, you know, experiencing the, the reasons for it in our own lives. So once I started understanding about the oils uh, and the emotions, I was just like, wow, this is like, you know, a whole new world because I can diffuse them right now. I'm diffusing balance and adaptive that are two grounding, calming blends. Mm -hmm. Um, I take them internally. I put them on topically before I started today. I put on some adaptive and Intune, which is the focus blend. I put on some oils on my wrists, on my forearms to just some uplifting citrus oils. So I have these tools right at my fingertips now. And it's just so empowering, you know, and it helps me on the days when I feel stuck to kind of shift. Yeah, it's amazing because people, I've never heard people speaking about this in terms of their, I mean, other than the balance, you know, but in terms of their emotions, like we've talked about using oils to get unblocked, like this podcast, you know, how to get unstuck. And you, when we were talking about that, you said, oh, there are oils for that, you know, or for anger or for loneliness or for, you know, anxiety. There are, oh, there are oils for all of these different emotions that I think that people, don't they I hear it often talked about for immune support, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. how I've always learned about oils is for immune. It's really support. important right now, too, isn't it? Right. Really important right now. But it was like a whole new world, like you're describing when you, the realization that it can be used for emotional support and clearing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so how does that work? And I know you had told me there were some oils specifically used for being unstuck. And you, you said, started teaching me about how to pair them up with affirmations. That's right. That's right. Well, I will say that, um, oils aren't like magic beans. Okay. And they're part of a, a, an emotional toolbox. We want to have things like a talk doctor, as my daughters used to call it, (laughs) um, you know, meditation, um, mindfulness, maybe yoga, massage, um, Reiki therapy to help move energy, uh, just so many modalities that can be supportive, movement, you know, dance, music, all these things are part of our emotional toolbox. The oils, I love that I can be my own health advocate. And I, my mission is really to put, to encourage people to be the healers in their home. So empowering people to feel like, they have the resources at their fingertips to solve their own problems. And that's not going to be necessarily that it solves every problem or every problem right away, or that certain oils are going to work for you. 
you know, because they work for me, we're all very different. Um, and so it's important that people understand that you have to also do the emotional work. You have to go talk to your therapist. You may have to do even, you know, psychiatric meds. Uh, and, and and it may be for short term just to kind of get out of your own way. So then you can learn the school skills and tools to be able to function better without necessarily medication or with less medication. Or it may just be that it helps you get through the extra hard times when nothing else will work. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure people understand that because you know, people are always going chasing the new fix it thing. And, you know, I, I'm not about that. I'm about a holistic approach. So um, some of the things that one of the key oils that I found for um, helping us if we're feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. So the, the podcast is why do I keep? Yeah. Why, do I keep, why does it keep happening to me? Right. <laughs> And I think we all get that way um, with certain things. And I consider that kind of the thought of self-sabotage as well. Not everything is our fault, obviously, but I think we do tend to gravitate towards familiarity. And sometimes it's better to stay with the devil that we know than to, you know, go elsewhere. Uh Um, You know, especially when it comes to certain relationships, toxic type of relationships or certain you know, everybody, the people who say, oh, Monday, I'm going to start my diet or I'm going to stop drinking or whatever, you know, and then Monday comes and it's same day, same old, same old, you know, we're human and we go with what's easy, what's comfortable, what's, you know, going to hit, you know, hit the, um, what is it called? You know, that part of us, that, that the feel good properties, you know, dopamine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The dopamine hit. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm going to pull out my old lady glasses sure. here. Um, so, Cypress is the oil of motion and flow. Okay. And it creates an energetic flow and emotional catharsis. It helps to move stagnant energies and it helps the soul to let go of the past by moving with the flow of life. So this is one of my favorite books. It's called Emotions and Essential Oils. I've flagged a bunch of things. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, it's a fabulous book because it also pairs um, the emotions with. setting an intention and doing an affirmation. And so it gives you some exercise and I'll I'll get to that in a minute, but it helps individuals cast aside their worries and let go of control so that they can enjoy the thrill that comes from being alive. Now, when I looked up uh, stuck specifically, the oils it recommends are cypress, lemongrass, thyme, fennel, cilantro, ginger, our purifying or cleansing blood, and a variety of other things, uh, and green mandarin. So uh, lots of great oils to work with. You don't have to use all of them. You know, you can read a little bit about each one. There is an app for this. The Emotions uh, and Essential Oils has an app. It's a, a very small fee to pay for it. It's available, I think, both in both types of phones. Mm-hmm. And you can look up these things by emotion or by oil and read up and try to identify the one that sounds more like you because each of these oils has a descriptive of where it works in your emotions. Um, so for example, though, um, you it helps you identify what you ask yourself a question. I'm feeling stuck, right? So I feel stuck. What do I need to process through? What do I need to give up in order to experience transformation? Mm-hmm. So some self um, kind of assessment. And then it gives us 
an affirmation that we pair with the oils and that helps imprint the oil, not the, the affirmation in our brain. So tell me what is a, an aroma that invokes some kind of positive feeling for you, Lenny. I love vanilla. Mm. Mm, vanilla and does it bring or a memory? I don't know. I think, um, I don't know. It just evokes this like a uh, feeling of comfort food, like baking, mm, you know, yes. cold, like coming in and, mm-hmm. and just, it's just like a very nurturing smell for me. That's in our citrus bliss and our whisper blends, by the way. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so from, so when you pair an oil with an affirmation, you're helping to rewire the channels in your brain. And I will tell you, an affirmation doesn't always feel like, it feels like you're lying to yourself sometimes. Like, I am enough when I don't feel enough. How can I tell myself I'm enough? I don't feel enough. You know, but our brains have already been wired to think I'm not enough because we've been telling ourselves that or other people have been telling ourselves that. So if we can be wired to think that way, we can rewire ourselves to think a different way. And Mm -hmm. affirmations paired with the oils can help shift that brain chemistry and reinforce new pathways. So the affirmation for stuck is I can now move forward with confidence and ease. All things now come together for my good. So I could take my cypress oil and apply a little bit in my hand. Now, Um, A lot of these oils are safe to use straight on the skin. They do tell you on the bottle how to use them. Uh, And obviously you want to work with your wellness advocate, someone like me who can hold your hand through the process. Mm -hmm. So I'm put these oils on my hands. I'm going to take some nice inhalations, slow and deep. You can also use, what what is that? uh, Square breathing, something like that. Uh, Some kind of. Well, I always use four, seven, nine, but. um, Mm -hmm. You know, inhale so four, four in, and and then exhale nine. Whatever works, but you've yeah. just paired several modalities, especially mm-hmm. in a peer if in an area where maybe your emotions are a little challenge. You're yes. pairing that mindful breathing, the oils, and the affirmation. Mm-hmm. So this is something that you can do anywhere. You can keep your little emergency set of oils in a little keychain. We have they. They sell them everywhere with the oils, or you can keep your favorite oils in your bag. And if you're having a moment, whatever it be, anxiety, you know, fear, whatever, you can pull out certain oils and maybe say a little affirmation. It could be as simple as, I'm okay. Yeah. And just kind of self-soothe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a I have a lady that uses them often for grounding. I mean, mm-hmm. this is how we use them often in session, but mm-hmm. particularly for her in situations where she feels her trauma is triggered and she kind of like, you know, uh, disconnects from her body. Mm-hmm. So it just mm-hmm. kind of brings her back into wow. the moment. And she says, you know, there are moments where I'll get triggered and I'll just pull my oil out of my purse. And she said, I'd rather be known as the weird oil lady, oil lady than the weird panic lady. <laughs> so she yeah. Just, Takes them out. She sniffs and she just, you know, uh, the, the smell brings her back into the moment, into her body. And mm-hmm. it actually interrupts that panic response. And I'm talks. so glad you said that because that is a, actually a really important point. Mm-hmm. It can disrupt the kind of the, um, the pattern. Yeah. The right. pattern. I did want to mention for some people, certain aromas may be a negative tr- trigger. So never force yourself to use an aroma 
that may evoke a, a, a bad experience or a negative feeling, even if it's the one recommended. There are right. a gazillion other oils you can use, but yeah. you, we want you to have a positive experience. Now, I just wanted to share one more, which is self-sabotage. So mm-hmm. some of the oils are marjoram, blue tansy, which is this really cool indigo blue oil that will stain. Uh-huh. <laughs> it starts out as a yellow flower and in the steam distillation process turns this deep blue. That's where our deep blue oil comes from. Let me see where my, oh, here it is. So this is the blue tansy. For those who are listening, it's it's really blue, uh, but it's, um, and it's kind of an unusual aroma. So I like to pair it with um, a citrus. But um, there are two blends, the Slim and Sassy Metabolic Blend and Zendocrine, which is the detoxifying blend. And that makes total sense because, you know, toxic thinking, like self-sabotage. Yes. And a lot of times we think of the liver on an emotional level and Mm -hmm. we want to detox and kind of move things out that are negative. So to ask the question, am I afraid of my own brilliance? What has taught me to fear success or fear happiness or fear relationships or fear, you know, whatever that is that you self-sabotage or, or, or fear of a healthy body or whatever. Um, And then you can use this affirmation. I can now release fearing my own brilliance. I reject all belittling self-talk. And then you can visualize, identify, and dismiss faulty notions in your mind and heart. Invite positive beliefs to provide fresh support. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, you know, it's it it's makes me think of how many times people in therapy talk about this fear of, for example, fear of a healthy body. Oh, but mm-hmm. if I'm attractive, that might invite danger. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, if I'm successful, that might invite criticism. Oh, if I speak my truth, I might be punished. So like pairing these oils with uh, within a psychotherapy. A counter. Yeah. A counter thought. Yeah, so you can figure out with a counter thought, but like also in a psychotherapeutic relationship where an unbiased observer mm-hmm. can facilitate you because we get so stuck in repeating all of these negative beliefs that mm-hmm. are basically lies that we have mm-hmm. bought into, but that if there's not a per, another impartial observer to confront that, then it's hard. Like you said, you say them and then you don't know why they don't feel true to you. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So it is a great tool. Um, I think that, well, I'll tell you a secret. <laughs> <laughs> My daughters are pretty resistant to oils because mommy's been doing this a while and, you know, I'd want to run around and try to use oils on them for this and that. And, you know, now that they're 17 and 20, you know, they're not as, you know, they want to be independent of mommy yeah. and, you know, whatever. But I'll tell you when they're sick, mom, <laughs> well, uh, I, my youngest was going through some difficulties and she was very kind of, she went that early, that mid teens phase when nothing mom says or loves or does is, is okay. You know, is nor as, as appreciated. Yeah. So she was, you know, pushing back on everything, but her love language is touch. So every morning she was willing to have me put some oils on her as long as it, in, it was part of a massage. Mm-hmm. Like I'd rub her feet. I rub her back. I'd rub her neck. She didn't know I was putting on oils for some anxious feelings, for some focus, for some immune support, 
you know, and I just kind of, <laughs> you know, just slap a bunch of different things on. And now at least once a day, she's getting those oils in her system to, help. and I will tell you the days that I missed the oil you know, ritual, mm-hmm. very different mood in the morning than the days when I did it. You did your little experiments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So can you share like a, a story for yourself that the oils helped with releasing a negative belief or an emotion or, you know, or maybe when you first discovered that, how did, mm-hmm. how did you start working? Well, as I mentioned before, um, for me, it was liberating, honestly, to recognize, well, I guess a lot of what I do as a wellness advocate is and the goal of natural solutions is to support the body and to get to the root causes because sadly, most Western medicine, it focuses on symptoms and, you know, oils aren't going to sew your arm back off if you if it falls off, you know, they'll help with the healing process, but they won't sew your arm back on. So there is a need for, you know, doctors and all that. There's so much we can do before we have to get to the point of needing a doctor or medication. And that we, ideally we try those things first. Um, But I think that we take for granted the emotional component. And I think up until recently, we didn't see the direct correlation between our emotions and our physical well-being. As yeah. I mentioned to you earlier, uh, before we started our call, that 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut. You think of the American SAD, standard American diet, and we are creating a perfect storm for the increase in depression, anxiety, et cetera, that we're witnessing along paired with social media and a lot of other things. But that nutritional component is so important. So for our mood. So, you know, there's all of that happening. We can no longer treat our body as these compartmentalized pieces. Mm -hmm. Everything affects everything else. So for me, it was really liberating and eye-opening for myself and for my family to be able to make those connections. But also, I will say specifically now through this pandemic we've been dealing with, I feel like, yeah, there are days when, you know, I experience emotions. I mean, I experience emotions. We all experience emotions, but I feel like I've been able to manage it a lot better because I have these resources at my fingertips. And I'll admit, I was a little anxious and nervous before getting on this podcast call with you because, you know, I, it's my first time. I hope it's not my last though. And so I used my oils and honestly, <laughs> it's just made all the difference because I feel calm. I feel confident. I feel, um, you know, welcome and, and happy to be here. So it, right there, you know, why not have that? Yeah. that's So what last words, I guess you could leave words of advice, somebody listening that's curious about getting started. Like where do we even start with what? Well, um, there are so many oils out there now. Thanks to doTERRA, it's become a household name to use essential oils. Before then, it was a very crunchy kind of alternate thing that people kind of rolled their eyes at. Um, but doTERRA's mission was really to become a partner in medicine 
Uh, and we're seeing that more and more that they're integrating into hospital settings and, mm-hmm. and research settings, et cetera. So um, first of all, I'd be mindful of the quality because not oils, all oils are created equal. 98% are adulterated. Mm-hmm. And if all the oils on the shelf have the same price, whether it be frankincense or lemon, that's a big red flag that they are synthetic and junk. Uh, because there's no way if you source them properly and if they're pure that they're going to have the same price because Mm -hmm. of, you know, of the way it works. It's the reality. Also, the beauty of this particular company is that they bless people on both sides of the bottle. We lift up the lives of the growers. We have a co-impact sourcing model that really empowers them in their communities. Um, And we want to give them a better life not just take from them so it's a real for me that integrity piece is really important so if you want to get started with doTERRA please get in touch with me uh, my website's wiseoilswellness.com i'm on facebook i'm on instagram i'm on twitter so find me uh and then if you're looking elsewhere just be mindful of the quality uh and even a lot of those that say pure or organic or natural does not mean any of those things when you're using them for therapeutic benefits, which is the way I use my oils. They're not just a pretty smell, like I said. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all that information. I think we should probably have another few podcasts, one to have you on, on immune support, on weight uh, management. You know, there's so many different ways we can go with this, right? <laughs> yes. I, I, I would love to come back if you have me mm-hmm. and we can certainly have uh, more fun uh, talking about, you know, just really a holistic wellness and uh, the mind body connection is so important. So thank you for seeing the value of that you are uh, ahead of the game so many people are still not sure but i'm proud that you um can appreciate it as a as a practitioner yeah yeah hopefully we we all start moving in this direction yeah i'm seeing a turn in the right direction thankfully yeah for sure so thank you so much and um we will see you next time on why does this keep happening to me? Uh, follow us on um, Instagram, Facebook, where we can be found on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. Thank you. Until Thank next you. time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.